This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 175 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. That's right. It is the 175th anniversary of this show being a weekly show. Get excited about that, Greg. Get hyped. I guess I am. I guess I am. I'm sorry. Video games, Greg Miller. Hi, everybody. It's just one of those choices. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Trying to be a better adult, save money here and there. You know what I mean? Do I spend the $70 on the Spirit Halloween Store Proton Pack replica? Knowing, of course, that I have the amazing light up movie accurate Proton Pack from Tom. Then why would you need another? Well, I have backup suits, and so like, what if you needed to dress up as a Ghostbuster with me for a bit? Eventually, remember that Pokemon Go Ghostbuster knockoff thing's coming. You yeah. better bet your ass we're taking the day off to make videos with that shit. Me walking around San Francisco dressed as a Ghostbuster. You, yeah, you have the seventy bucks. You should buy this. Absolutely, Kevin. You understand? You're my Janine. You're my Janine. You got to do it, dude. He's kind of a Janine. I like that. But yeah, buy it, Greg. That's yeah. the answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's all. You could get him at Halloween. The Reverend Jared Petty. Glad to be here. I like your kind of like like low key all dulcet I tones. All today. I got today. You're very dulcet. Did you say 174? I said 175. Okay. Yeah, you're very yeah. Uh, you're very NPR today. Like, NPR motherfuckers. Like it. right uh, shout out to our Patreon producers. Guess what? It's not wow. just Tom Bach. Tom Bach's one of them. <gasps> but Eric Heights is joining the party. Joining the little whole rigmarole he's part of it now he's how long just, will he stay we'll figure it out let's see if you, you can beat tom box record of forever of forever <laughs> eric if you can do it for six months i personally will draw an image of you and tom box's cat dog that's amazing <laughs> would you would you Gotta say that eric there. is ascending to the heights of kind of funny oh, that was good tom box was the old guy oh steven insler Insler, yeah. man, Patreon producers. And also shout out to all these beautiful Patreon supporters. There's their names. Their names are going to scroll. Right there. Uh, if you want to be included in that, you can. Just go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, we record this Kind of Funny Games cast every week. You can watch it live for just $1. Just or a buck? You can uh, get the, the videos early, like a couple days early. Like you can get it on Friday instead of Monday. It's a great time yeah. for everybody. You get a pre-show. Uh, did we talk about dildos a lot? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Thanks, Kevin. That uh, did happen. In what context? <laughs> You'll have to find out. Uh, you can get this as a podcast on podcast services around the globe. All you got to do is type in kind of funny games cast. Leave a review. It would be really nice. Uh, five stars are appreciated. Four, I'll take it. Anything less? Fuck off. Just don't talk. Off. To me. Just don't talk. Five is always the appropriate number. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's either Otherwise, one or five. YouTube.com <laughs> slash kind of funny games. Please subscribe. Please like. Please comment. Please do all the things. Tim, man. talk to me about it because I can hear it in your voice. We, mm -hmm. we, I, it started in, then we got off. You're just tired. Mm -hmm. Gia yeah. Harris is not respecting your video gaming schedule. She and ain't respecting patterns. anything, really. Wow. Except yeah. her wow. body. She's sure, really yeah, okay. respecting her body by waking up and going to these damn Orange Theory classes. What, what is an Orange Theory? I'm sorry? It's, it's just orange, like, you glad it's like we one didn't of those, say exercise? Those, <laughs> okay. Oh, those I like, like that. Cult gyms. Um, so not, like not, not a delicious CrossFit. Orange Julius. Nothing okay. like no, that. No, 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 no. No, there's no food involved at all. There's a lot of rowing involved. Really fucking weird shit. Is she like at a lake? 
No, it's like it's weird machines. I, I she's no rowing idea. on the land. It's so been a you, while. She goes at four. Do you wake up and just stay up then? Yeah, pretty much. No man. fucking. I'm way. laying there trying to go back to sleep, and I can't stop thinking about hereditary, and it's all dark, and I get very scared. Gotcha. We got to we gotcha. talk about this. You gotta Every morning, I get out of bed, yeah, and I close the door of my bedroom, and I lock that door after she leaves. Wow, I'm scared. Why did you just have her lock you in? No, no, no. I'm talking about my bedroom door. Right, right. But can't she just like lock it from the other side? Hey, he's no. he's got like nine hours before he has to do anything else. He can spend the time getting out of bed. And I, like, there is Tim, that. Can't she lock it as she's walking out and just close it behind her? Now, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. I she do doesn't respect me, you guys. You need you're missing a big a big 100%. factor here. Well, Not then, only it, that, like, can you even trust her? Next question. No. To be fair, why should she? Next I, question though for you, Kevin Coella. Do you have the ability to get us inside Tim's house? So you and I roll about 4.45, give this motherfucker something to be scared about. We got chains. <laughs> We're in sheets. No, I heard you're watching Hereditary this weekend, right? Saturday night. Oh, can't yeah. wait to watch Hereditary. I love the idea of him being visited at the stroke of like midnight one and two by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. Just it's like acting cool Greg will come by with a big like candle wick on his this. head. One final thing about this, and then, well, so what do you got to say about it? No, 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 I was just going to say, I'm, I, I think I'm also watching it this weekend. Yeah. So if you want to meet together and strategize something theme. Perfect, you know? perfect. That's all I know so no, far. No, you got to Christmas Carol this up. You save it to the holiday when he's almost forgotten it. And you come yes. in and you produce like this, this whole one other, Christmas all right, One other great point is we have that weird like D-list internet celebrity. Can we get the little girl from Hereditary to come in with us at 4.45 in the morning? Yeah, really be. fuck. Y'all are some fucked up motherfuckers. Amazing. It's been a while since we've done this kind of funny games cast show. We were at E3. Oh, right. E3. Uh, got to play a whole bunch of video games. We, we did a episode of Gamescast, the last episode, 174. There was all the games that we played at E3, kind of going through all of those. Filmed it outside. Filmed it outside. It was a, it was a fun little something. Uh, uh, one of those, one of those, uh, you know, I wasn't there, so it's not quite. So it wasn't good quite right. It's not right. quite right. You had Andy. So it works. So. No, Andy's good. He's he's a he's a fair substitute. He's, he's like fair. the aspartame of hosts. There you it's go. True. There you go. It's very true. You know? um, but we got to play a whole bunch of games like leading into it. Sure. That we didn't get to talk about because of E3, sure. including yeah. Mario Tennis Aces. Woo-hoo! Let's start there, big guy. We wouldn't have been able to talk about it. Period, though. The embargo just lifted for the Mario Tennis Aces review. Outside of the preview embargo, that was also different. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Tim Gettys. Mario Tennis Aces a gets announced. Two games. I flip out. Yeah. So excited for Mario Tennis Aces. Uh-huh. Mario Tennis Aces comes to the office. We do this amazing party mode playing IGN. I'm like, the gameplay is fucking awesome. That's where Toy- you became the champ. That is where I became the champ. Yeah. That is where we got the Pear Schneider Cup. Get it. You can go get the inner side trap. It's right there, too. Lift it up. Lift it high above your head, Tim. You're, yeah. you, 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 you help bring that championship home. This cup. When we you embarrassed IGN. First ever double champ. Nah. Then they do the online beta tournament test for Mario right. Tennis. I get on there and just get my teeth kicked in. <laughs> and then I and then like the next day we get a review code. They're like the week the Monday after the beta ends, right? And everybody's playing it. I look online. Andy Cortez talking about it. Yeah. Barrett Courtney talking about it. Other people in the industry peers talking about it. Everybody's having a great time with this Mario Tennis online. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. It's happening. Next day, we get the copy of the game. I sit down. I put it. I'm like, I come out of me. Andy, we got Mario Tennis. Come play me in Mario Tennis so I can school your ass. Andy just beats me within an inch of my life. Beautiful. He, play, he played the beta. All, he knows all these tricks. He knows all these yeah. things. You know, and I'm he like, knows the slice and fuck, dice. dude. Right. You're awesome. 
I can't wait to play more of the single player and come back and have a shit chance with you. I sit down and start playing the single player and I am bored to tears oh. and then annoyed as shit with it. Mm-hmm. And just to the point of it's now keep in mind, it's because we can't go online with it yet as of a recording and as of the review embargo because servers weren't live or there's just nobody to play unless you're going to set something up, right? It just sapped all my energy to play this game where I was just like, I'm not even going to bother. I'll wait till multiplayer comes out. Wait till we want to do it. Well, help, help me with this. So before sure. we went on the show, right. uh, I haven't played the shit. Right. And so that we could talk about it on the show. Originally this morning, we said, hey, Jared, you play my Switch copy this afternoon. I'll yeah. play through. But then when we brought that up. You were playing against a boss. You're I was there, like, I'm going to beat to... this fucking right. boss. Now, what I interpreted that as at that point was that you were so into it that you just had to do it. No. But that's not what was happening. Here's no. the thing is, you know, I always want to be upfront with you, the listeners slash viewer i'm not that deep into mario tennis aces story mode i find it to be a mix of boring and frustrating yeah. so i just stopped playing it it sat my will to play i think you're pretty far i think i'm there's on the not, second boss right there's, but there's yeah, like five i think there's yeah there's only like five so it's i'm at uh, when you eventually get it i'm at the madame mirage right yeah from and, the and mirage you move mansion. pretty quickly too yeah you play but here's the problem jared and why and it's one of those things of you even playing it like it's it'd be the wise try to get you to play five minutes of it and have you know what I mean? Like, oh, no, no. Yeah. I think you made the right choice. I okay. was just thinking, I, oh, no. I was thinking, oh, maybe Greg is hooked back in. Maybe My thought process does was is that I was like, well, I'm going to do this and just be done with it and see what happens next. But like, I was lucky enough that my knee-jerk reaction to this of like i'm not having fun i don't like this i'd rather play a million other things on my switch and then we started playing Fortnite, which we'll get to eventually uh it was like fuck maybe i i, I was when, you know coming up to review embargo i was like man like i'm not gonna put up a full review of this because i haven't played enough of it to be like yeah that's what it is but i was like i wonder if i'm wrong and then all the reviews came out and said the exact same thing i had the same experience okay. like yeah I was, you were talking I was, yeah. I was playing through it and, and like, so man, you- the tennis gameplay is so much fun i love how deep it is yeah. i love the the, the charge shots and being able to have damage rackets and stuff. Everything that we've seen in all the trailers that was like, oh, wow, they're really trying with this with this iteration of yeah. Mario Tennis. I love all that stuff. I love the characters, the special moves. Uh, my boy Koopa Troopa is coming back. Big fan of that. Woo-hoo. Rosalina, love playing as her. The, the story mode, when it first started off, I was like, oh, man, this is so cool. I yeah. love that it's contextualizing. Wario like, and Waluigi have gone off and gotten this demon racket or whatever. whatever. Yeah. But it like just it, it gives you reason to learn the basics of tennis and like kind of go through the, the, the different modes that you can play in the game or whatever. But it immediately goes from being a fun kind of RPG-esque take on Mario Tennis, which we've seen before in the, the Game Boy Color games. Yeah. And it just turns into a... a Severe lack of actual tennis. And that's my problem with it. So what are you doing when you're not playing tennis? There's all these mini games and challenges and stuff, but it's the thing of like, cool, I just want to play a story mode where I play tennis against mm-hmm. these people, right? And it, you know, so what you get is you're in. There's an overworld, right? And it kind of like you're going through, and it kind of has you know Super Mario World vibes to it, right? Of going dot to dot, and you go into these things of playing these people in tennis, and it's like, okay, cool, and you play them and. It's literally like you being like, man, I love bocce ball, and me being like, I've never played bocce ball, but I challenge you. And so you just beat the shit out of me. Like, are you, these yeah, guys so the, don't even know how to fucking play tennis. So, so to you, be analogous here, like, if this would be like if I bought a Mortal Kombat game, wanted to play the story mode, was getting ready to fight all the characters, and instead it's like, now play Candy Crush here for a while. Uh, it's, it's more <laughs> like if you're playing uh, Mortal Kombat and every, like, you had to do four test your might levels before you can get to uh, a fight. Oh, no, I don't want that. And See, it's, it's, you it's, play these guys in these, these, when you play tennis against these guys, they're just cakewalks. Cake. You, you shut your eyes and beat them. You it's know what I mean? so easy. And then it's like, they, cool, they, now you get to this next thing that is a boss or a mini game, and it's like, fuck you, it's going to be hard as hell. hard fucking thing ever. And I thought it was me. Yeah. And uh, when I was playing, I came into office, I was like, Greg, like, is this game yeah. really 
frustratingly hard in certain yeah. uh, places that you yeah. like there'd be uh, boss matches that I play fucking seven times this Mirage the Mirage uh, Miss Mirage or Madame Mirage I've played a lot so it's and I've got it spikes. I've got it like I like yo yeah I've got it down to I know what I need to do and how to execute but like today I just ran out of time playing her because you've got to pinpoint your shot around all the fucking garbage she's holding in front of the mirror and it's like you cannot I was just not getting the bounces the, I needed the critical question then because this this sounds awful do I have to play through the story mode to unlock everything, or no. can I just go play the good tennis game arcade style and have fun? You can just oh, go yeah. play the tennis. I don't have to. And that's a great game. Okay, so I can. I don't have to play through the stupid story mode to unlock chain chomp or. And that's why we have okay. to play as Mario. Yeah, uh, and okay. that's why we're great. in this weird spot right now with impressions on the game of like. Man, I was—I thought I'd be all over this thing at, you know, on my flights to and from E3, and I and I playing—I played on the way to E3, and then I was just like, oh, I'm not having fun when I'd get stalled out, and so I haven't played anymore. Just waiting for multiplayer to go live that I'll play other people, and like you know, at prom is a week away. Like mm -hmm. I'm gonna bring my Switch and play people at prom. Yeah, it's it's so interesting because like I. I thought that there was a, a me problem for a while yeah. in the first world going through. I was like, mm -hmm. all right, cool. I'm just bad at this. Like, there's a you'll face off against like Spike will come and be like. I'm really good at this type of shot, but I'm really bad at this. So it becomes super easy. You know exactly what to do. Yeah. And if you just do the same thing, you win. Then you get to a, a challenge uh, mode where it's like where the level I'm stuck on right now is in the second world. And there's like a mirror wall in yeah. front of you. And there's like these weird, like goopy things that are moving around and you need to like portals and you need to hit the ball through the portals. There's way too many phases. Through it, it's not even a boss fight. It's just like a weird no. challenge of like there's this. times counting down. You're doing all the stuff. Like that one took me a bunch of tries to get there. And again, people watching, well, Greg and Tim are bad at games. We've seen that in party modes. You have. That's fair. Yeah. It was that when we were leaving E3 or when other people were leaving. Jason Shire is like, sorry, everybody on this plane is an industry person watching me fucking struggle with this boss. I guess I suck. And I was like, nope, we're in the same boat. He's like, oh really? And that was my first inkling of like, it's mm, not us. It's not and then every us, yeah. review has been. Like, this is just not fun. What this reminds me of is back in the day when you'd play, like, either space arcade games or flight sims, and they'd make you do, like, the formation flying to get to the real game. Do you remember? Yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day, yeah, they used to yeah, try and yeah, make totally, you do that totally. crap. It sounds like that. Thank God they didn't wall the game off behind it. But still, in a story mode, making challenge levels mandatory? That sounds awful. I, that, and there's just so many of them. Like, it's it's the... The yeah. they dominate the story mode like for I mean I'm only two worlds in but in each world I'd say there's like six different levels and maybe only one of them is actual actual tennis, tennis. Yeah. and so like and I, even actual tennis there's gimmicky weird bullshit going on and so it's a weird one for me with this of we got the game and I've been excited for it and it's like you said a tale of two games where I was like oh right. okay cool and like the single player stuff was such a turnoff to me and this will be different for you now that you can read reviews and you're doing it that I just put it aside and didn't do it and then I, I was reading I think it was uh, Jeffrey Grubb's review or maybe the IGN one, but then they were talking about like there are the, there you know there is the tournament thing where you can just play calm players, and I was like I guess that maybe I'm just being bitchy. That's what I want. I'm I just jumping okay, in and I, So I did. I was doing that on my flight yeah, uh, yeah. back from LA, and I, I had a ton of fun. Like the game is so solid, it's so good, and I love that it's like tennis is pong. It's like it's the most basic video yeah. game ever. Yeah, this really adds so much onto it, and I feel like it's not weird gimmicky shit. Like the the charge shots, sure. the power ups, all this stuff. It 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 adds a uh, like Smash there's strategy to it and there's a it. skill to it like watching Andy fucking school me when I thought I was like decent I was like oh man like I don't know fucking thing one about this game but this was my problem is that what I wanted out of the single player mode was cool I'm playing a bunch of dopes at tennis they're going to teach me how to play other things and then the difficulty is going to ramp and I'm going to get to like learning how to do this and how to counter this shot with that shot and 
Maybe that's in World 4, but I hate the first two worlds so much. Why would I bother doing it? Which then is like, I'm going to have to, how does it all work out? Is it going to be then that you go play online and get your teeth kicked in until Andy talks to you or you talk to your friend or you watch a video? But I can play versus calm and not yeah. do any of this. Yeah. So I can still play single play. That's yep. good. It sounds to me like what you're describing here is kind of like the, the sequel to Windjammers I've always wanted. Like that that kind of Pong 3.0 yeah. feel. Because yeah. the fighting game meets. Exactly. Meets, yeah. And that's definitely. Sold. Okay, great. Sold. Yeah, it's weird. I, I feel and that's like the thing is, like, I feel like we're shitting on it. It's just this one mode that's a hu huge disappointment. But it's a huge part of the game. And, and, and I'm like, I'll wait for multiple. The reason I'm so disappointed is I feel like this is the Switch's first major flop from uh, their first party offerings in terms of like just the one mode where it's like, man, like Switch has been so good about like giving us a Zelda we've never seen before, Odyssey being this huge sure. thing, and it's like, oh fuck, this story mode looks like that for Mario Tennis, and it's like, ah, it uh, no, really it's wasn't. And that's the IGN best point, gave yeah. it IGN gave it a, a 7.5, and I'm like, fuck, that really feels exactly accurate to yeah. the experience mm -hmm. I've been having, and I feel like if you just took the story mode out and replaced it with something that made a bit more sense. It's just so stupid. Why hard. am I playing through this? Why am I, like, you're leveling up Mario in story mode only that wouldn't carry over to anything doing, it's like, what's, what's the point of this? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Well, if it's not, I mean, if it were fun, you wouldn't need another point. Exactly, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, yeah, it's, that's and that's the thing, and I think they know, right? I think that's might be why they tacked on some of that stuff of like, even when you lose, you get XP. So it's like, even when I'm fucking getting beat, I'm like, oh, great, my defense is going up a little bit. Like, and then that's like a big problem I have is like the 10 times I had to retry one of the levels, uh, I'm just seeing my experience go up and I'm just leveling up. And I'm like, I don't feel any better than yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, not learning like, anything yeah, either. Not. You're not teaching me when I, when like the bubbles one was, was a trial and error of like, fuck, how do, what, what is the right thing they want me? What is the perfect shot to do it? Like there's one in there, right, of, uh, Earning, you're hitting the ball back to like three different rows of bullseyes. Mm -hmm. Did you get to this one, or did you do I this think one? So. And then, the, like that one was a, again trial by fire of like, oh wait, what is okay? That shot I'll get it back there. Okay, this shot okay. is more for this row. That okay, oh, that's helpful. But again, the it, piranha plant one. Yes, we got to take down all of the different piranha yeah, plants. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, okay, that's a, a nice mechanism to teach me something. And even the. Mirage thing I'm at now, like for a while, my problem was like the blocking. I don't like the, uh, their block system, but it was mm. that I didn't understand. I, I didn't understand it. Now that I've wrapped my head around what I want them to do, it's like okay. And I thought, well, oh good, I've wrapped my head around blocking. It's taught me blocking. I'm gonna be able to beat this. And it's still like, oh Jesus, it's still going. Even though I know exactly what I need to do and why I'm not getting it done. Like frustrating ugh. is a really good yeah. word yeah. to describe the single player challenges. Well, I'll probably uh, probably still pick this up when I can. I, but I think it's still worth picking dude, up. Dude, it's, it's going to be great for game. online and yeah. great for meetups and great yeah. for everything. The tennis is super fun, and you know, the tennis games are fun inherently, yeah. but I feel like this is a very good iteration of one. Good. Okay, so I'll just ignore that single-player mode and not fool with it. Great. Sure. So sticking on the Switch here. Yep. Fortnite. Hell yeah. Got a shadow drop at E3. Fortnite! <sighs> for Flapjack! So yeah, Fortnite is... Completely taken over this office now. It's every insane, day, right? Every day at lunch, me and Nick will go out to lunch. We'll come back. Everyone else is just playing. Yeah. Okay. So Kevin's why you guys? Why you guys? Why you guys staying out? Why? Why you? You staying aloof? Mm, mm, we're not into that whole thing, and we like food. You like food? Food's right. good. I like food too. Mm -hmm. I forgot to eat lunch today. I'm missing it now. I'm so like, what's your, what's your experience been with this whole Fortnite thing, Greg? It's awesome. Uh, I I feel the reason it's clicking now for so many of us is that. My, I'll speak just for myself, I guess. It's on the Switch. Sure. Say no more, fam. I mean, true, but it's also the fact that I think the Switch has brought in such a uh, a, uh, a new audience that for once it feels like you're all like neck and neck in terms of knowledge for ah. the most part. 
we'll be playing and be a squad and we'll be Kevin when any of us any of us paired up because usually yeah it's me Andy uh, Kevin and Joey right you pair any of us up and we're playing enough to be super competitive and come down to the end but usually what it'll be is you come over a hill and like you're feeling really good and then you see they've built a crazy structure like ah fuck they're real players Ah, fuck. Uh, These guys have played a lot before. We're fucked. It's over. You know what I mean? Because we're still <laughs> learning how to do that kind of shit okay. and learning how to accomplish that stuff. But the fact that there's like light in there now and like I, I, I don't know. I mean, it is the power of the switch, I guess. Just the fact that it's with you anywhere. You know what I mean? Like before I could have played at my desk. Sure. And I could have played with Andy, but then like on a PS4. But then to get Joey a PS4, to get Kevin a PS4, to make it simple, to make it easy, to make it like we could go home and do it. But then it's this that none of us are that yeah. big of online multiplayers. Like so, so much of it's the office. Just sure. that, that culture. I, that carry yeah. it all in. Hop in. You're, it, you're to be living able to that sit there life, and yeah. be next to each other and scream across the rooms at each other when you're doing something. And it's just it's a throwback to what. I think we all miss from, you know, playing N64 games together, of being around each other and sharing the Land party era stuff, but without the hassle. Exactly. exactly. And that's the thing. It's just so turnkey to make it all work right now. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's been crazy, I feel, honestly, of, like, when they... When it looked like it was going to happen, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and we'll try it or whatever. And then to download it when we were here, get it, p- play it. And I was like, I'm going to play it, and it'll be a laggy mess and be garbage, and the graphics look terrible. You play it, and like, yeah, the graphics don't look like PS4, but... It's working on Wi-Fi, which I'm like, how is this not like totally garbage? Yeah. Are you playing crossplay, or is it just on Switch right now? We ha- I have played crossplay with phone users. I have not done it with Xbox. And users. that's uh-huh. the crazy thing to me is that you know the Switch port begging gets ridiculous and stuff. But then you see things like this happen where yeah. the game comes out and like oh, now there is so many people that maybe have played a couple times in a party mode or sure. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but now they're like, we're really giving this thing a shot and living the dream of. The Nintendo Switch commercials being real life, right? Yeah. And it's like seeing you when yeah. you were at that that party, and everyone's playing on Switch. Yeah, Faulkner on a, yeah. on a went, yeah, Karen mobile phone. Karen, yeah, yeah finally Karen. Karen. Now, You're finally, finally Karen. But no, yeah, it, it was the thing of waking up, yeah, Saturday at Scott's house and being and t- catching up about E3 and everything else, and be like, yeah, I've been, you know, I've been playing Fortnite and the other thing. We're like into. He's like, oh yeah, I've been thinking about getting it. Or he had already gotten on the Switch. I'm like, fuck, you have it. Let's go. He brought out his. Uh, I had mine. Uh, Jen was like, I'll download it. She downloaded hers. James like, I don't have my Switch, but I got my phone and I have it on. And we just sat there at a the table and played. And we were all like, and it that's works. it. You nailed it. There we go. That's it. I, so people are dissecting Fortnite right, left, and sideways in this industry and outside this industry because it's become a cultural phenomenon that far transcends this little corner of hardcore gaming that we oh, work yeah, in. Oh, yeah, totally. It's I have everywhere. friends that work in every field imaginable, uh, friends that are educators. I sat down, I was talking to a, a teacher the other day, and she was describing, you know, lines of, of boys in her classroom doing synchronized. Fortnite taunt dances, yeah, yeah. Uh, like like some kind of country line dancing. Floss, uh, yeah. Our classrooms where it's just been banned from discussion because it's all the kids will talk about, and that's not well, teachers being horrible. They're actually trying to educate. But so much of that, I think, maybe all it's getting lost. Just how important a free, seamless integration game where you can play with anybody on any device. Have we ever out? Even Minecraft, you charged for. Yeah, this is a free game that works on anything, that's built to be played with your friends. And for kids, that's like the perfect video game. Sure. And that was the thing, you know, my butcher, uh, who, of course, Bobby the Easter Bunny, you know from the Kind of Funny Morning Show. Uh, I was talking to him a few months, maybe maybe a month ago. It was coming into E3, but he knows what I do. And so he ever asked me about what's happening in the industry or this, that, and the other. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, my... What a, my my you know my nephew he was telling me about this game like Fortnite he's like yeah I'm like ever it's I knew exactly of course if you're if it's broken through to you like from your kid it's or from a kid in your family it's gonna be Fortnite and yeah. it makes sense because it's just 
it works and it's that easy and it's fun and it is that it is the arcade experience of just like one more game. You know what yep, I mean? One more exactly. game. Let's just go again. It's it, like, it, ridiculously well-designed game. It's thoughtful, epic. They put together something very quickly that was just right for the right moment, but also high quality. They keep refining it. They've actually accomplished live service, something a lot of companies say they want to do. Yeah. They managed to pull it off. I was riding with my Lyft driver at E3, and he's talking about V-Bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like, my kid, V-Bucks, V-Bucks. And this for a game that, near as I can tell, there's no appreciable gameplay advantage to spending money on it, right? This is No, yeah, I mean, you get more XP to level up faster, unlock more cosmetics. Yeah, it's just but, I mean, more like, not, cosmetics. Yeah. And, and that's that's what we all wanted. There's no, there's no pay-to-win formula here. This is just about the perfect video game f- for our day and time. I... I you talk about coming in here. I'm bringing my Switch next Thursday oh, yeah, because yeah. I want to play with y'all at lunch now. And it's it's the interesting thing of, and this, I mean, obviously, I'm a PlayStation fanboy. I'm a PlayStation pony. Everybody knows that about me, right? This is the first game where I'm I'm playing it. I'm learning the game, but at the same time, learning the Switch, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. in the way of like, when we first started playing the first few days, it was so hard of like, all right, I need to hit the Y button to do something. Wait, which one's the Y? You know what I mean? Of yeah. like suddenly having to, like even in Zelda, where it was like, I'm going to hit, oh, that's not accept, right? That's over here. I was never like, well, A is accept and A is over here. A is in, you know, this, mm-hmm. this you know, the Y is jump on top. Right. And so like <laughs> to be in there now of like now to, to find myself learning a game and how to play this game and be better at this game because every game I feel more and more confident in what I'm doing and building even I'm getting getting there I'm not there yeah. but like I built something to get up there I was like oh man I did that and it wasn't like totally mind bending but the idea of sitting there and being like not having now to look down at my buttons when it's like hey hit X or whatever you know yeah. what I mean of like because X keeps moving around this damn thing I feel yeah. like or I felt like whereas now and it's even like you know LR and LZ I'm like what the fuck is oh, just fucking Andy or oh, RZ and, uh, LZ you calling in the calling call, in the calling in the pro. Yeah, I want I want his uh, opinion on some things. All right, well, I Andy, want Joey too. Oh, there is there is. Here comes the Andy. Is so the shock mic up, Kev? Yeah. Thank you. My question for you is Nitro your, Rifle. Nitro yeah, Rifle guys? himself is here. Uh, you played the most Fortnite out of any of us. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we played it for party modes, and that was pretty much it. But then you on your streams and stuff were playing it a lot on PlayStation Four, PS Four, yeah, correct. Um, and Greg's talking about how it's like kind of a, a different experience on the Switch because there's a lot of uh, new players. How have you seen the difference, Ben? Um, yeah, it's a lot of people who don't really know how to play yet because this is, a, I guess, a whole new install base. And what I'm assuming is the people, like the Fortnite, uh, the hardcore Fortnite community is going to want to play on PS4 or PC where it's going to run better and smoother and 60 frames per second yeah, or higher. And all stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, and so on Switch, there's a lot of people who have not only not played, but uh, people like me who are like, "Oh, this is my opportunity to feel good about myself." <laughs> and it's, so, G- like, it's JV. Yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, you're playing in the fucking minor leagues down there, and it's great because like I've gotten most of my wins down there, and the, I'd say uh, um, there is a noticeable performance like drop off in in Switch. It isn't anything crazy that would make me want to stop playing. But you definitely notice in larger areas, like it's hard to drop at like Tilted Towers because it's so big and there's a lot of players around normally and you see a lot of a lot of uh, like frame drops and shit like that. Mm, yeah. Are you still playing on PS4 as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, do yeah. You, and, you, and it feels so much better when you go back to PS4. It like feels good. Do you notice uh, is, is the same kind of frame drops happening on mobile? Like if you play in the same areas? I never played on mobile. Okay. Never played on mobile. I've seen Greg play it on mobile. Um, obviously, they lower down like the 
the model, uh, the the textures, they do everything they can to make it run somewhat well. Yeah. Um, but it feels so good on Switch with a Pro Controller. Yeah. That Pro Controller is feels so good. Well, the clicking on the triggers is what I love. That What's been crazy about it for me is I had been saying, you know, when it got announced and when it, we were, what a great idea. And, you know, play it on the go with the Switch and come home and play it on now Xbox. Before, back then I was, you know, you know, whatever, you know, your console before we knew of the lockout from PlayStation. Yeah. But, uh. The other day, I came home with it, and I was like, oh, oh man, I'm going to play more. And I thought about turning the Xbox, and I didn't. I put it in the dock, not to charge, put it in the dock, <laughs> and turned on and played with a Pro Controller, just a Switch version on my big TV. Mm-hmm. And Did I was like, fun? yeah, of course. Oh, it, it, I mean, th- there's no fun factor to it. It's just like, I think so many people get caught up in frames per second graphics and all this jazz. I thought that's just what the relationship would naturally be. Whereas I feel like I'm so invested in not only... Fortnite now and what Epic Games is doing, but like the ecosystem of my Switch of seeing Altano always on. Yeah, so, always. I'll tell you what, having a baby now, you can just play <laughs> Switch now. But seeing him pop up all the time and seeing that there and having our crew running, it's just like I don't want to jump over to Xbox because I'm already feel like I'm in part of this thing now. So I, I do have to ask because I haven't discussed this with you at length. Uh, the PlayStation 4 Switch issue. Sure. Um, how's it affecting you and your enjoyment of the game? Uh, I think it's not. Okay. I think I, 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 I'm lucky enough, right? Like, I, I come from a very privileged spot, and I understand that. Uh, I think it's, of course, and I've tweeted and talked about this in the forum, I think it's crazy that they're doing this. I think it's such a tone-deaf move for where we're at in 2018 not mm-hmm. to do this. I understand, like we were talking about in Games Daily, not letting, not letting Xbox in. That's fine. They're your real competition. Nintendo's doing its Nintendo thing and is always going to do its Nintendo thing. Why be concerned about this? Why let them off? And so when I said I was in a a privileged position, it was that I've always looked at Fortnite and been like, man, that seems like a cool game. But when we play it or even when I would go home on my own and turn it on on PlayStation, I'm just getting destroyed. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing and I don't know how to learn. And like when you're up against people who have been playing so long, it's not fun. So I had used... Andrea had given me an Epic account, whatever, uh, get premium access or some shit. I forget what it was. The launch founders pack. Okay. So I had V-Bucks that I spent on a battle pass on PlayStation 4. And then also, I think I gave them some money or vice versa to get an outfit or whatever, right? Okay. So my investment was minimal. So when it got announced for Switch, I was like, oh, awesome. All that stuff I already have and the characters I already have. And I'll just bring it over and have one thing and be game over, Greggy, and everything would be great. And when I couldn't, it was... Why are you doing this? What are you talking about? Why? I don't want to create a second. I don't want to. I, and I kept saying, I don't want to make a throwaway account for my Switch. I don't want to make a non real Epic account for my Switch. Okay. So, but I did, and I started playing it. And then, you know, it was a light switch of like, oh, no, this is my real account. My PlayStation is my throwaway account. This doesn't matter. And I, I gave them the money. I bought the V Bucks from them. I, uh, you know, bought my Battle Pass here. I've already, I haven't unlocked more, I think, because I had done different things on PlayStation. But this became the real account. And PlayStation froze itself out of getting my money from it. And so maybe one day when we can go back or link them, because I guarantee they'll step down on this. Okay. But as I put in both tweets, right, the tweet of I can't believe you. I don't think this is the right way to do this. And then the tweet that was a follow up the next week of I just unlinked my Twitch uh, from my PlayStation version and linked it to Twitch Prime to my Switch account. I just linked my Xbox to my Switch account. I just did all these different things on my Epic account to make this my real one. This is no longer the throwaway. You are. I don't understand your strategy, PlayStation. No, we talked about this a little on Games Daily, but this is exactly the wrong time for them to be given this look. At the end of a generation, moving into a new hardware generation, the biggest game in the world, 
locking Joe. people out, this makes them look behind, not ahead. They're ahead in every appreciable way, and they're acting in a way that's going to put them behind. And I, I don't and, get and it. And I, I can understand the fear. I can understand not wanting to share the money. I can understand. I but can't. I can't understand But I mean, it. I can understand it on like literally a black and white level. But to step back and see the picture of where we're at in gaming right now in 2018 and what's happening and how you're being received and what this game is. I, that's my problem, Greg, is that at a black and white level, sure, but Sony's businesses games, I love them. Sure. I love them. They should know better. And I feel <laughs> and I feel like I am, and I mean me, Greg Miller, and how I consume and who I am in my PlayStation background, right, that I am the canary in the coal mine for what this problem is in the way of I just said, right, that I thought my I'd come home and turn on my yeah. Xbox, blah, 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 and I didn't. And so you could say right there, well, see, Greg, it doesn't matter. You're going to put your money through your Nintendo. My counter argument would be that what happened last night, right, was I came in, I made some more chorizo tacos, I put on Amazon, watched some Rick and Morty Classic or whatever it was, Greg, and I was like, you know what, and I played a different game that's under embargo, and I was like, all right, time for Fortnite. And I, my PlayStation was on. And if I could have scrolled over to PlayStation on my thing and had all my stuff for my real account, I would have. But instead, I put the PlayStation to sleep and turned on my Switch. And in two years when it's Xbox next and there's a whole new generation of hardware and this is like, yeah, we play nice with Switch. And with it's this and whatever the next Fortnite is. Yeah. And it's also like, think about what the thing in just in my living room alone and just for me. And I know that I'm a, an outlier. I'm a different case study than most people probably. But up until right around now, my Switch, I mean, my Switch is my handheld. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't play it on the TV. I played some Odyssey and some Zelda on TV, but mainly it was on planes and hanging oh, out around okay. here, right? Like now, I'm going home every night, plugging in, t- t- taking the Pro Controller out of my bag and tossing it onto the coffee table because I know I'm about to turn it out. They're losing screen time on the only screen they have. Yeah, they used to ha- have that screen on their own, with the exception of an Xbox exclusive or yeah. the rarity I wanted to do here. Now they have totally given up all of that ground with me. And you might yeah. say you're one person, Greg. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's true, but I'm also. The guy who's talking about his fucking trophy count and doing all these different things. You are the most Sony human being I know that doesn't work at Sony. And so that's that's why I feel like the the public outcry and the mainstream coverage of this being like, I don't know, like they're going to back off on this. It's just back off sooner rather than later and fix this. Yeah, don't wait. Joey. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to yell at you. I just don't want you to have to yell again to get you back Got in it. here. So you're playing Fortnite now. Yes, I have am. You, you've never played Fortnite before this? Um, I played a little bit. I have like a PSN account that I think I got to like level four on. Okay, okay. So like... What happened for you? Because you, you, I was, I when I got bit, I was surprised. When the, the bug yeah. got me, I'm like, holy shit. Because like, like, it literally is that thing of, uh, can we end the day? Can we go do this? I want to yeah. go play this game. Or like, mm-hmm. is it lunch yet? Can we play the game? Yeah, we I, get to lunch break. It's horrible. It's I know. monstrous. It was really awful today. What happened for you? Um, I like watching battle royales. It honestly started when Andy started streaming them and I started watching mm. him because I'm like, mm, these are interesting. I liked kind of what Radical Heights was doing before. Oh, yeah. All of those servers. Rest in peace. Will be up. Yeah. But I was like, oh, this is kind of fun and interesting. Not my kind of game. Not really one that I'm good at. But it looked fun. And then we got v bucks from e3 and then i was like okay well maybe i'll buy the battle tiers and stuff like that and then i found a crew of people to play with of you guys here yeah. and like so many people Beasley at night i saw and that was the other <laughs> thing too she i saw her tweet that i think you, you probably retweeted or whatever yeah. or do i follow her i forget she's an extra, extra life yeah. cap and so maybe i do now, joey can you help me understand something if you don't mind i'm in the middle yeah. of a story oh, sir I, I apologize <laughs> sir but it was her saying like oh you know oh, i'm gonna play one more game on xbox and sign off and she did and she went to bed and she was like picked up the switch and like where are we dropping boys well, like yeah well she's really mad because all, she can't play on her Switch, so she's either locked oh, really? in because her she's put in so much money on her uh, PC and Xbox account okay. that she's like, I'm not 
gonna drop it or her PlayStation. I'm oh, not so gonna the PlayStation account. This yeah. is okay. I'm like, so not sorry to interrupt you. Oh, now I'm interrupting Jelly. I'm just gonna keep. What is so fucking important, Jared Patty? <laughs> Nothing at all. I just thought you were done with the story earlier. That's nah, fine. I apologize. I thought that was the where end. are you going though? What do you got? You were I, asked no, Joey something. Oh no, it's gonna the V bucks. Um, yeah. Both you and Greg mentioned getting the V bucks and not leading you in. Why was that what pushed you over the edge? Because, I mean, this is a free game, so why did the V-Bucks make the difference? I wanted to look cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> for me, it's... Oh, I'm sorry. Well, can I answer this question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's the same thing I talk about with DLCs, usually. The way I treat a game I get for review. Oh, man, I love... I'm playing this game, and I love it. You guys have a DLC? Sure. I don't know if I'll ever get it. Uh, you have a season pass? I don't know if I'll ever get it, but I want to make sure I reward you. Mm-hmm. Witcher, uh, Division, a, you know, the list goes on and on. And so, for me... With Fortnite, and this is when it was on PS4, and then again here, where it was. On PS4, it was, man, I've, yeah, I've played five matches or whatever, and I've had a great time, and I've invested nothing. And they're selling the uh, the white camo uh, female outfit, like the art. And I was like, she looks cool. It kind of looks like uh, Diana Prince when she wasn't Wonder Woman anymore, but she was just Diana. I'm like, I'll buy that. And so I gave, uh, and for me, it is, I'm going to give you this money to show you you're doing a good job. I love and you so, going 70s Wonder Woman on us. That's yeah. awesome. And so here, oh, I wish that was the outfit. Damn. Uh, so it's the same thing here where I was like, I'm having such a great time. You've earned this money. You've earned the $10, and I'm, the way they reward you with Battle Pass and the way, like we were talking about, as PUBG and Rocket League start doing their thing, mm-hmm. hey, look at all this cool shit I'm close to unlocking. Yep. Wow, uh, this is a motivation for me to keep mm-hmm. going. And then even the little challenges where... The weekly ones? Like what we hate about Mario or Mario Tennis, right, is like, even when I'm losing uh, in Fortnite and uh, you know we have a terrible game, it's still, well, I got some assault rifle kills. Well, yeah. I played this. I see okay. my, I have these, all these progression gar- bars of how many games I've played. I found the N in spell Fortnite. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Like, That's There's fair. little things that keep me motivated to where Victory Royale isn't the only thing I'm trying to do. Yeah. yeah okay. So all of that kind of falls into to the question I have, which is Fortnite. I've played it a couple times. I understand it's a battle royale game. V-Bucks. The it's their currency. game pass or whatever battle pass battle pass. Like, yeah. What what are all these things? And when you talk about leveling up, is it kind of like like Kevin? Is it kind of like Disney Emoji Blitz with like missions and shit? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like a mobile gameization of, of it all, where it's uh-huh. like where it's th- like three starring things. Exactly. You, you, there's like oh, to move up to the next level, you need ten stars. And, and here's how you can earn stars. Yeah, you can get three cool. stars by shotgunning several like five people. And so then the levels aren't tied to any type of so stats or anything with, it's just with, with the levels um if you have like the standard one every like uh, i want to say like five or maybe six levels so you're, you're the free one you're yes, talking about the, the free, free one, one. yeah because you can do it yeah you can play for free obviously and then you, you still some, unlock shit for free you, too. you get but like it's it's they're not great so you really have to grind with that but when you do the uh battle pass yeah premium you, battle pass the premium battle pass you get like every level you're getting something and like every like five there's something really cool and like where I'm looking down and I'm like, oh. You'll get new emotes. You'll get uh, tags to put on the walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. You'll earn you, you'll earn XP boosters. So you're actually going faster up the ranks. You'll earn costumes eventually, stuff like that. So they're just, they're doing it right. They're yeah. not selling a bit of gameplay and they're selling a ton of things you want to have. 100%. Yeah. What I like about the Battle Pass too is if you max it out at 100, you earn enough V-Bucks to buy the next season's Battle Pass. So you don't, if you play it smart, you don't have to, put in any more money than your original investment. Interesting. So these seasons, yeah. how, how does that look? Uh, Andy would know more. What a, are, they, are they 30 or 60 days? I forget. Or is it even longer than 60 that? days. 60 days, yeah. yeah. Well, I think we have 30 or less than 30 now left. There's like 18 se- or something like that in the current yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the pitch on seasons? Uh, the season that they will sometimes change what the world looks like and does. So uh, they might destroy a certain area. 
Like there was a lot of rumors coming into season four that Tilted Towers was going to get destroyed by a big asteroid when really it hit this area called Dusty Divot. And so they'll add different little things to the world. Like there are these rocks that you can pick up that are like some alien pieces of meteorite that help you jump really high and shit like that. Hmm. Um, they, it, it's an interesting, smart way to sort of change the world without giving you a new level. Yeah. So they'll create new areas to play in. Right now there's like a soccer field that was never there. Yeah. Um, they'll modify certain buildings and things like that. But with the seasons, you get... They, they have like sort of their roster of new costumes and that, new skins. And, and that's the thing where every season comes with its own battle pass. Mm. So that like even right now, like right, you can look through mine or whatever. And this is what Kevin's talking about. That's the free one up there. You see how there's not, there's only a few things. Yeah. Whereas my premium one, I'm unlocking something every time. Right? How much yeah. is a battle pass? 10 bucks. Right. Nine fifty, nine nine fifty V bucks, which I think equates out to 10, right? Yeah. And then you can upgrade it to the higher end one for like 25. Oh, what's the higher end one gets you just the, even quicker? The higher end one gets you more unlocks immediately. And it moves mm. you to level 25. So you yeah. get all the rewards from ah. under level 25. Smart, smart business. Yeah. 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 Cool. I want to I play like the, uh, like the old story of the, the karate master that like just keeps the white belt through his entire career, like 80, 80 years old. You just and, keep the and, standard one. And just like just walk around in the same skin. Well, they this, call like, Uber I, master. I've started to learn, you know, I've done the, I, you, I remember a long time ago. I forget what game I was talking about getting into. You're like, well, have you have you subscribed to the subreddit yet? Because you know that's like my test of like, yeah. a, like I'm I'm subscribed now to Fortnite's obviously. Mm, wow. So yeah, what are they, okay. they? There's like a whole there's a term for that of like catfishing where you're wearing the default skin so everybody thinks you're like terrible, but actually uh, you know, you've been oh, playing forever or whatever. I forget what they call it. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean it's it's a game changer on Switch. And like now when I go to my girlfriend's house, I don't take my PS4 anymore. Like I just have the Switch there and pop it in the dock. And I bought the USB little thing with the ethernet, ethernet so I, I have way better connection and like i'm all about it now it's so cool just bringing it to work and yeah. at home i'll play on ps4 on stream or whatever but wherever i go i'm taking the switch to just fuck around with you guys and that's yeah. and that's i mean like he wouldn't he if it wasn't for this you know the barrier between switch and ps4 i think his ecosystem wouldn't change much where he'd still stream probably on playstation 4 it would just be the unified connection and like yeah. and i'd be i'd be leveling on each account towards the same thing right and yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd be that's what, yeah and that's the thing yeah. about it where in like you know it's similar in overwatch where on like people ask me oh what's your uh, what's your skill rating or what's your level on in overwatch is like okay well uh i'm a level 45 on xbox i'm a 62 on PS4 and a 22 on PC. Like Overwatch has the same problem, where I would love for them to unify everything. Where it's like, yeah, I don't need crossplay, but I would love cross progression right. for sure. But the difference is that Overwatch wasn't designed to be a, a, a super crossplay experience. And it was Fortnite not. Battle Royale was obviously from the beginning intended. Yeah, to, this is to something Andrea and I were talking about on Kind of Funny Games Daily, right? Of like, she's like, well, you know, like in Rainbow Six or whatever, you don't have your progress everywhere. And I'm like, sure, but like. Fortnite's already broken down the walls. We yes. can't sit here and be like, well, historically, this wouldn't matter or count to anything. That's great, but like, guess what? I'm already playing on PlayStation 4, PC, mobile, and PS4, mobile, and PC together. Yeah. So it's like, it's already there. And I and I, I think up and... I don't think... Oh, God, it's just... And we could talk forever. We, we could. can just go. And it's by just, the way, before we move on, yeah. sorry about interrupting you and Joey earlier. I had a Gary Wedda drift. Just, just kind of was like, I'm gone. And then back. Just yeah. like away. <laughs> and then, then like that. Okay, so, Jared, drift. you have a whole list of games <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that you've been playing over the last couple weeks. Uh, so we're going to get the, the quick yep. impressions just from flying you. through them here. I was like, Tim, I can't do a classic Jared rant here. We just got to move. Now, if you guys want to interrupt through. and ask about any of them, go we ahead. We will. 
Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. This game is great. I really love it. It's 12 Street Fighter arcade games from Street Fighter 1 all the way through Alpha 3. Fantastic emulation. Great video games. Just these Pixel perfect ports, they're wonderful. I love it. There's all this TLC in them, down to like, they have like arcade cabinets that you could take eight switches and it'll function in eight player tournament mode. That's and cool. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, but it's a spectacular game to the point that I'm probably gonna buy a giant Hori fighting stick that's bigger than my Switch yeah. to play this on Switch now. I well, really like go. the Switch port. Uh, Pato Box? Pato Box. Pato Box Pedo is... Box. I don't Pato know if I have... Oh, sorry, my apologies. P-A-T-O. My apologies, Pato Box is weird. I like Sounds it. it. Uh, Pato Box <laughs> is a game... You don't say. <laughs> ...about a pigeon with a human body that yes. punches uh, things. He's a boxer. It feels kind of like Punch-Out. has very similar controls. But it's also an adventure game. So sometimes you're punching and playing Punch-Out-style puzzles. And then sometimes you're wandering around solving mysteries uh, in a 3D space as a pigeon with boxing gloves. There are things about it I don't like. I think there's a little too much of the run around and smash these things now stuff that I don't really enjoy. Mm. It drags a little sometimes, but it's really clever, and it makes up for some flaws with a beautiful art style, great storytelling style, and some really interesting gameplay. I like Pedo Box. I'm having fun with it. Okay. West of Loathing. Hell West of yes. Yeah, Greg Miller's in on this one. That's yeah, right. we talked about this a little bit. Yeah, West of Loathing is a traditional RPG, but features stick figures uh, in a Western setting. It's great. Um, it's a very well put together RPG fundamentally, but what makes it marvelous is that it's funny. And very few video games are really funny. West of Loathing, I, I, Greg, I think you'd agree. Hilarious. Genuinely hilarious yeah, game. Yeah, so yeah. Why, why are you enjoying it? Uh, same reasons you are. Uh, you know, I was surprised. Oh, jeez two packs ago to walk into the indie mega booth find this game start playing it, and it's you know stick figures and it was like okay cool and it, uh, you start getting into it, and you're like oh man it's really funny can it be and you, you like interact with the people and they're fun and like when it dropped i i jumped in and played i don't know an hour or two or whatever and dug it dug it dug it and then we got sidetracked by aces and now fortnite and a million other things but like it's just interesting it's yeah. it, it, it you know it is an rpg but it's such a throwback because it's text-based and you're sitting there as a stick figure walking around and like all like they just inundate you with text yeah they and do. it's like it's like reading a story or reading a book that you're you know making the choices obviously being an actual character in. but it's really good text yeah it's funny yeah, oh it's God, amusing yeah. it's really put together and that's what makes it is so enjoyable I, I, again I, I mean you want the greg seal approval on it right is that i took screenshots of it and i, <laughs> I thought the text was so funny i have west of loathing screenshots on here. <laughs> i started playing it for red dead radio because uh, it's a western themed mm. game and i just i'm really into it so that's another one. Next up, we got Donkey Kong. The what? What is it? OG Donkey Kong. All right. Uh, please don't turn off the recording yet. Um, so there's some behind the scenes right stuff that I'm not going to go into here. But Nintendo has not been able to easily publish the original Donkey Kong since creating the arcade cabinet for the original Donkey Kong. Effectively, and I could be making some mistakes here, Nintendo designed the game. Miyamoto designed the game. But they subcontracted out the coding. Yeah. So it, Nintendo didn't completely own their mm, own arcade great. version of Donkey Good job, Kong. Nintendo. Uh, that's, I, I hope I'm reflecting that correctly. So they've been able to port it, the NES port, lots of other ports and everything. They've been able to license it out. But finally, on Switch, somebody behind the scenes solved that deal. And you can now play the original arcade Donkey Kong, which is very different than pretty much every other version of Donkey Kong you've ever played on your Switch. Historically, that's important because Donkey Kong is one of the most important video games in history, mm -hmm. but it's also a great video game, and the arcade version is the best, most fun, and good lord, the most challenging version. That game is so hard. Donkey Kong is ridiculous 
ridiculously difficult. Huh. Uh, but also for a modern gamer, because of that difficulty curve and because there's more variety than a lot of old games, it's also very rewarding and sustaining. Mm. I think that, that Switch port's marvelous. Have you played it at all? No. Uh, I really recommend you grab that one. It's an Arcade Archives uh, NES or Arcade Archives Switch title. What I thought was cool about it, uh, and it's also true for the next game we're talking about, is I, I was on the eShop and I looked at it, and Donkey Kong, the arcade game, is a very vertical uh, screen, and you can play on the Switch yeah, turn it up and play oh, it nice. so it takes up the whole thing. Yeah, I've been really playing it horizontally, cool. but it has that ability in it because it's had that vertical screen that makes it. It is just Donkey Kong is is just about near the perfect video game. It's it, I, I mean the difficulty curve is ridiculous, but it's wonderful. It's no pad upon. So next up we got Ikaruga. Okay, Ikaruga. Yeah, uh, we talked about this before it came out. We never actually talked about it after it came out on Gamescast. Greg, you're a fan of Ikaruga, right? I sure am. Okay, can you another one I downloaded uh, and have? Pl- I played like the first level, and I was like, "It's another one. Oh, I can rotate it." And it was like, "Wait, like my- bending your brain? If once you put it in a rotate mode, the buttons don't change, but they should." It's like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what do I do? It's yeah, it's a shmup, man. It's a great shmup. Yeah, people don't play a lot of shmups anymore. Ikaruga is a genuinely great shmup. It's kind of a chill. Shmup. That's a great way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, because it. here's the gimmick. It's really simple. You can switch your ship at will between white and black mode. You just phase to one to the other. All your enemies are either white or black. If you get hit by the opposite color, you die instantly. But if you get hit by the color you're the same as, it powers you up. So instead of just dodging shots constantly, you're grabbing power-ups from your friendly color and then switching to dodge shots and then powering back up again and constantly changing phase and dodging around bullet hell and oh it's beautiful it's two player yeah tim do you like Igaruga? i love it love it uh i I haven't got on switch yet i can't wait to but yeah i was playing mario tennis but it feels like a perfect game for the switch to just jump into it is and it's a very it's a very modern game even though it's an old game it feels modern if somebody made this this year we'd be talking about this innovative new in- indie title mm. uh, and talking about oh, how man, cool it, it is everybody's hearts if this came out this year yeah if it came out this year we'd all be like wow game of the year contender wow. and because it's old we're not doing that but it is like i said can you can you elaborate on the chill thing like i'm trying to figure out how to put that into words no i mean <laughs> You think bullet hell and you think I'm getting chased off the screen. Stress. It's rubbing me in my face. Yeah, I like that. But the ability to change it makes it not a rhythm game, but almost a rhythm. There is a flow to yeah. Ikaruga as you go before, between things, right? As you phase between different enemies and get powered up to then go attack the other ones, but dodge. And it's like, sure, eventually it gets like, you got to actually yeah. do it. But like, there's a vibe to it that isn't. Galaga. It isn't like, you know what I mean, running yeah. through and like moving super fast and having to dot. It's not pixel perfect and all this jazz. No, no, you've got all, you're actually, your hitbox is very small, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. very forgiving in that regard. It's a treasure game. After Radiant Silver Gun, which is also a treasure game, it's one of the best best shooters ever. Also, if you ever get a chance to watch like YouTube videos of people playing Ikaruga, controlling both ships by themselves. Wow. That's amazing. Like, watch somebody Fucking finish it. Control, yeah. It's a, Kevin was laughing. What was that, Kevin? I think, he, I think he sneezed. Oh, he sneezed. Oh, he sneezed. It wasn't a laugh. It was a sneeze. It was funny. Uh, Songbringer <laughs> is the next one. Yeah, so Songbringer we talked about in here just a little bit a few weeks ago. Uh, somebody sent the code over. Yeah. Uh, you expressed some interest in this, Greg. What yeah. do you know about it? Nothing. I forget. We talked. It was that thing where it's like, you know, there's a million games coming out, a million 80s too, where somebody years ago told me, look out for this game. It's great. Mm-hmm. And then we, you pitched it to me again, and I already forgot what it is. Why do I care about Songbreaker? Okay. It's it's a Link to the Past-like. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's this beautiful art style, and everybody says beautiful art style and unique, but people are getting 
like every time we think we've seen everything we're going to see in video game art, somebody comes up with something else. Yeah. It's, a, it's not quite pixel art and it's not quite holographic. It, it's its own thing. Okay. And, and uh, it's really lovely, great music, great sound, but you're playing a kind of like, it feels almost like playing like a Game Boy Zelda game okay. on your Switch, sure. but really beautiful. And uh, Link to the Past type influences. And that's really it. It's not trying to be much more. It has randomized level design or pseudo randomized level design so uh-huh. that it's not the same every time you play it but it doesn't feel haphazard um it's possible to get more difficult scenarios than others but i haven't seen anything that's really like strangely aberrational at all it, it always feels consistent so i played it i want to encourage people to go out and try songbringer um it, it really deserves an audience and there's so many games right now but it's not particularly expensive it's a great single-player game. It's a really fun game, especially on Switch. It just seems made for that platform, that kind of like up there intimate experience. Tim, you played it at all? No. Okay, uh, I, I just looked at uh, images of it. It looks dope as fuck. Yeah, it's beautiful. It really is gorgeous. When you're first watching like the story screen, you'll be like, what's the big deal? And then when you actually see the game, that's where it starts to look like, oh, mm. man. Uh, we got three more for you. Mega Man 11. Yeah, I just played that at E3 uh, and played the demo. It's great. Um, Mega Man 11's videos do not convey how Mega Man 11 feels. When you look at it, it's like, oh, oh this is kind of like a cartoony, loose-looking <laughs> game. Is that how you felt? I well? do not like the look of it. I just, I wish, I understand that, like, you know, it's harder to do pixel art and it's harder to do hand-drawn type stuff. I hate the, like, 2.5D look that's, like, the new Super Mario Brothers look. Yeah. I hate it. Okay, so up. did you play it at E3? No, I didn't. Up close, it doesn't look like that nearly as like I thought it looks much more like hand-drawn 2D hmm. in action in front of you than it does in what they've shown so far. Hmm. So that was one. It's colorful. It pops. Everything is very clearly defined hmm. in the game. Like when you're on the screen, there's no like, oh, is that background? Is that foreground? It looks drawn. And I like, because you lose some of that in 2.5D. Uh, second, it is... It is a Mega Man game that understands what Mega, makes Mega Man great, but it also innovates. It adds new mechanics to Mega Man. Tell me about that. Good. Because I, I forget who, one of our peers, I want to say Schreier, but maybe it was somebody else, tweeted after, at E3, maybe Klevik, that it was like, man, this is the Mega Man I always wanted. Yep. What does that mean? Because Mega Man for me, I've always tried to get into it. And I'm just like, ah, it's just, this is not, it's too heavy. I just feel, no. Okay, so they add two mechanics to the game, very simple ones with cooldown meters for each. One is a time slow. The other is a super shot, uh, not a charge shot like you normally do, but a, like an overdrive for okay. your regular shots. The time stop is great because if you're not good at Mega Man, it allows you to get through some of those really frustrating parts okay. and still feel like you're playing a challenging video game without babying it down. Gotcha, gotcha. But it also is an instrumental part of new puzzles. So it's not just tacked on to make things easier. Okay. They find really clever Thank mechanical you. ways to make it essential to the game that let them do stuff they could never do before and design new kinds of challenges. And if you're really good at Mega Man, you can use it to totally game the system mm-hmm. and try really awesome things, okay. uh, which I played around with a little bit in that demo. Uh, I'm not great at Mega Man, but, I'm, but I know my way around it. Uh, second, the overcharge shot, what it allows you to do is the charge shot, the old one, kind of slowed Mega Man down, uh, which was one of my criticisms of it. This allows you to move much more quickly and not make Mega Man feel quite as slowed down as he did in the later games and still have the ability to selectively do more damage. And your bosses that you fight against, they counter with similar abilities. So you fight them in, you know, kind of the traditional boss phases, but they're using, you know, I fought a guy who I have time slow. Well, he has time speed. 
So suddenly there's a new way to use my mechanic that didn't exist. I loved the demo of Mega awesome. Man 11. That's great. Yeah. When's it coming out? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Um, I'll check. I got a computer. Say. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Mega Man 11. Next up, we got Resident Evil 2 Remake. Oh, my God. How did this turn out well? I don't know, man. And it's fucking awesome. It is. You played it then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's play All the right. demo. It's it's awesome because it, it it's the, the thing that you always want from a, a remake. October, October 2nd. 2nd. It's the thing you always want from a remake of an old game where it plays and looks how you remember the old game looking. Yep. And I, I feel like it was such a wise decision for them to go with the Resident Evil style, Resident Evil Four style. Yep. Over the shoulder cam for RE2, because uh, who knows? Like I, there was a worry they were gonna just keep the tank controls and mm-hmm. keep it fucking awkward as hell. Um, and I don't <laughs> know that like first person would have made sense for Resident Evil Two. I think what they did worked really well because those levels are very care- at least the levels in the slice that I played are very carefully designed so that they, what they did was they still made it feel claustrophobic. Totally. One zombie in that dark felt like a threat, mm-hmm. but I could still tell what was going on. It wasn't like Doom Three, like "Oh Lord, what's happening?" Mm-hmm. Like, but I was scared, and and the, a lot of that was very clever placement of the the corridors, the hallways where zombies popped out. I loved that slice. It, mm-hmm. it felt it felt like the best parts of what I remember from RE2. I've gone back and played RE2. It's a great game with a lot of problems. Yeah, um, but they it seems like they've stole. The best inspirations from it. Greg, did you play it? No. Okay. I, and I'm the more I hear people talk about it, the more excited I get. Yeah. Because I've always said that RE1 and especially, especially RE2 on original PlayStation, I should have been the biggest fan of. Because mm-hmm. like zombies are my favorite horror movie. And back then, when I first got the PS1 and sat down, and I, I got it late in the generation. Uh, I was like super into zombie DVDs, right? Because I had the PlayStation 2. I was finally, or I was about to get the PlayStation 2. So I was, so I guess the. That doesn't make sense. But I was into zombie movies. I was super. Oh, that was it. My friend Jason's dad had the DVD mm. player. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, I was all. I should have been all about it. I was so excited. I got it. It happens in a city. This is great. And the controls were such a turn off to me that I just could never get into the game. Yeah, the controls feel good in this. They really that, do feel that, RE4 dude, style. The way people talk about it in the the demo that Tim saw, the trailer we all saw. I'm like, perfect. Yep, get me that, and I'll take that. It's coming soon, man. January. January. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. that's so fucking awesome. I. They're, they're doing great work out there. And between that and Devil May Cry 5, I'm just like, man, Capcom had such a, and Mega Man 11 even, yeah. such a turnaround yeah. uh, in the last like two years. Street like, Fighter Anniversary is great. All honestly. starting with the Monster Hunter World. Like, just kind of getting out. And RE7. Yeah. Nuts, man. I'm very happy to see a good Capcom coming back. Well yeah. done, Capcom. Yeah, since RE7, I think that started it. And then they've owned that first, that spring yeah. part. Yeah. It's so much Remember when there was a rumor that they might get sold and we all like, we can believe it. Yeah. They, totally. they don't make good games anymore. What right? a fucking turnaround. Uh, and then finally, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, this was a really personally a big deal for me. Uh, I got to talk some with the, uh, with the development team, which was really exciting because these are people that grew up playing Dragon Quest games. And now they're making Dragon Quest games. And they had like this starry-eyed wonder about what they were doing. It was really, really cool. But the game itself is a delight. It's uh, it's <laughs> console-based. It's it's going to be PC and PS4 to start, coming to Switch later. And I got to play the uh, the, the build for uh, for console PC uh, targeting. And you play the Dragon Quest game? No. Either of you? Oh, well, Dragon yeah, Quest Builders, really. what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Vita that game, lives. Vita that lives. Dragon Quest Builders, all right. Yeah? I like yeah, that yeah. game. Yeah, totally. I, I played... Uh, one of the Game Boy Dragon Quest games that was Pokemon styled. There Joker was two versions. Dragon of Quest it. Joker. Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. It's Dragon Quest Joker and Joker Two that feel like Pokemon. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. They might have been called Joker over here. I can't. Yeah, remember. Yeah, I don't think they were. Okay. That doesn't ring a bell. But, but they anyway, have a. There's those. a Pokemon style one. Yeah. So the mainline Dragon Quest games are all good. 
at least. Some mm-hmm. of them are great. Dragon Quest V is a top 10 all-time RPG, hands down. Dragon Quest IX is brilliant. Um, there's several other really good ones. Eleven is the return to single-player focus for them. Dragon Quest IX was multiplayer-oriented. Dragon Quest X was an MMO. Dragon Quest XI, for the first time in like a decade, they are going back to single-player. They're obviously targeting nostalgia for people in Japan who like, because Dragon Quest, it is impossible to overstate how big a deal Dragon Quest is in Japan. It is as well-known in Japan among people that do and don't play games as Fortnite is here in terms mm. of like popular culture permeation. You turn on Japanese TV, Yuji Hori is on every other show acting as a commentator on a variety show. <laughs> the Dragon Quest music is playing in the background of commercials. You walk into like a grocery store and it's playing out of a CD player in the corner. It is just so part awesome. of life there. Yeah, and it helped create like what Mario did for the NES over here, Dragon Quest 3 did for the Famicom in Japan. Mm. It's that beloved. And That's awesome. It's culturally and some of the beautiful Akira Toriyama character design. And yeah, well, anyway, 11 looks dope. It looks, and people are going to be like, well, that's just a JRPG. No, that is the, it is the JRPG. Mm. The other things are aping this. This isn't tropey. The other things are pulling out of what this built. This created those, but instead of like leaning into the whole fan service, it's just this super clean, super sweet, streamlined, content-rich, story-oriented RPG. That's what Dragon Quest games do, and this one looks spectacular. Cannot wait to play it. This episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron, Greg. Blue Apes! Guess what they're doing? They're teaming up with best-selling cookbook author Chrissy Chrissy Teigen to bring you some of her favorite recipes to make at home. Get ready for six weeks of wildly fun, flavorful cooking featuring recipes like garlic and soy-glazed shrimp with charred broccoli and hot green pepper sauce and sesame chicken noodles with bok choy. All of this sounds like some Greg Miller stuff. Uh, it I'm is. It I is very it. much. I got my box last night. Uh, Blue Apron delivers fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. Uh, the menu changes every week based on what's in season and designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. Uh, you would you ch- like to know what I got in my I box would, Greg, last night? Cajun shrimp tacos. Ooh. I was told specifically by my wife, who was out of town last night, do not cook these without her. Ah. <laughs> Pasta primavera, and then Korean-style beef with sesame, bok choy, and marinated carrots. That sounds, oh, good. sounds so good. Uh, you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash gamescast. That's blueapron.com slash gamescast to get your first three meals free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook now. Chrissy Teigen. I love it. Yeah. Best collaboration of all time. We've got to get famous enough that I can have my own Blue Apron box. Yes. Oh, I love you know that. I mean? A cooking yes. with Greggy cooking box. I understand Greggy. What the, what's the problem. I like that idea. It could be Wings. They do that a lot. This episode is also brought to you by Hims. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. How old Aww. are you, Jared? Over age 35. Okay. Uh, the thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. Um... Uh, Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Uh, Andy and Nick have both been using uh, these products. Uh, thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Uh, there are well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. Uh, there's no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits or anything. It's super easy. You just answer a few quick questions online. A doctor will review and you prescribe you what you need uh, and products are shipped directly to your door they could not make this easier nope, for def- people to do uh but yeah like i said andy and nick have uh, been seeing good results using this themselves 
And uh, you can order now. Listeners can get a trial month of Hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. You can see the website for details. Uh, it would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. You can go to forhims.com slash gamescast. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash gamescast. Forhims.com slash gamescast. A better way to grow hair. A better way to grow your hair. All right. Now we're going to get to the topic of the show. A couple weeks ago, before E3, we did our official predictions and bets. Cheers! Going into the show. And uh, I forgot the name the best friend 2020 se that's what yeah, it was 2020 se made a beautiful website you can go to kind of funny.com slash predictions right now I, website. I haven't gone and looked since he originally put it up because i didn't want to know which of us won and i still don't know well what happened was he he was trying to keep up and you know give us all the the points as we go and he did a great job with it but I had some bones to pick oh, with how he was giving the points out. Okay. So I, I thought it'd be fun for us to have a discussion, go through it ourselves, and we will be our own greatest judges. Oh, okay. my gosh. Is he, he, aware? Is he ready to update Sharpie? the website? Is he yeah. going to update it or not? What? He zeroed it out. Yeah, everything's zero. Right. Everything yeah. zero again. All right. he, so he, he heard he understood. All right. All right. We're going to go oh, through. Oh, in 2020, SC's name is Sean Elworthy. Sean Elworthy, my apologies. It's so beautiful what he did. That was really well done. It was what, a, what a nice young man. Yeah, indeed. So we're going to start with third party. Bam, bam, ba, dun, dun. Greg Miller has five predictions. One, a new Fallout mobile game announced, released immediately, and ties into Fallout 76 progression. Zero points. That did not happen. But it should have. I mean, Fallout Fellstar came to PlayStation. I'm just saying. Am I lobbying? Am I lobbying for a point? I mean, that's a new, it's new to me. But it's new to be on PlayStation. Game. I think that works. If you got a Skyrim, if you got a new Skyrim mobile I, game, you would have been. <laughs> yeah, in. You could. You could. You could have <laughs> Elder Scrolls Blades. Yeah, 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 the Division yeah. Two is set in London. Big whiff on that, that one. That did not happen. It felt like it could. It been. felt like a, it felt strong, and then a lot of kids got really not a lot. Two or three kids got salty afterwards of like. It's the division of like Homeland Security. Why would it be in London? That's it. and I was like, you're right. There's no way in a global pandemic two countries would work together, no. or that any writer in the entire world could send somebody there. But it was a good point that I should have been like, man, it's probably gonna be America. Probably. And then America. where would I go? What's another big city? I didn't. I didn't expect Washington for sure. Huh? Really? Yeah, I would have thought. You know, oh, we did it in New York. Let's get to the West Coast. Let's oh. go to L.A., California, something like that. Designer on Washington's. It makes a lot of sense for games uh, because Washington, you can't have buildings taller than the. Yep. Washington Monument. Well, so I mean, it makes, right it makes such good sense for the division. This yeah, game yeah. about like you are a division yeah. and like what happens when the government falls. Can't wait for that game. Yeah. This Fortnite thing caught me off guard because me, me, Kevin, and uh, Andy were supposed to be out there getting shields in Division One oh, for yeah. Division Two, but here we are obsessed with Fortnite. The Rock will be announced in a game. Did not, not this year. I'm going to keep yet. predicting. I'm going to yeah. keep predicting it till it happens. That's absolutely happening. EA talks Madden long shot success and debuts trailer for the new story mode. Not as cool, but still a big name actor in it. Womp, womp, womp. And finally, Avengers trailer at Square Show. No gameplay, but confirms some characters. I really I thought that was a shoe in. Me too. Not their Square Show. Sure was a was, was a that was a thing to behold. Something. God, man, that was amazing. Amazing. That was that was something to see. <sighs> uh, Jared Petty's five third party predictions. One, Square announces a new Thief game. That did not happen. Did not happen. Yeah, it's a, kind of taking a taking a bit of a, a stretch there. Two, Bethesda reveals an original new IP. There Jared we go. Gets, Jared gets a point. Yay! Yeah, hooray Starfield. me. Starfield. Okay. Just Dance 2019 finally leaves behind the Wii. I, I, I knew it was on the edge of a knife. When I came in here that day, I was like, I'm either going to say it's absolutely going to be on Wii, or I'm going to say this is the year that they leave. 
and I made the wrong ch- and the smart money was on the Wii. I should have gone with it because that's what a fun th- prediction. I love that. That might be my favorite of the predictions. I should have gone with it. You know, that hindsight's poor, 2020. That poor sad Christmas tree dancing on the Just Dance stage. Terrible. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> um, at the Square Conference, they mentioned the 40th anniversary of Space Invaders. Did not get did brought not, up. Surprising. I thought that was another one. I'm like, that makes sense. That makes sense. Of course you want to talk about I that. I really thought they'd say something and show just a logo for, hey, Space Invaders exists. And I that's were crazy. Yeah. Well, you were right. You were right. But I then again, well, that's that why com- you run away and win this so easily, huh? If, See how your predictions do. If they had oh, vomited no, no, no. earthworms from their ears during uh-huh. that conference, though, I honestly wouldn't have been surprised. So I, I mean. <sighs> weird. Child of Light on Switch announced. Nope. Nope, didn't. And I, that one did surprise me. I thought that was going to happen for sure. My predictions: Kingdom Hearts three release date revealed for November, and they'll hit the date. Nope. Splinter Cell is happening. More is open world happening. than people want, with a lot of complaints about it. Nope. All right. Tony Hawk Skate at EA. Nope. The servers were turned on. Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy game announced at one of the third parties. Nope. Doom two set for twenty nineteen. I need to clarify. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Does it have a 2019? It does not have a release date yet. But it is. It exists. It exists. So it does not have a release date. I don't know. That's a half. Doom then. Eternal. Yeah, Doom Eternal had that really cool thing where it's like two, but then it comes right. out and says yeah. Eternal right there. I was very excited. I was watching that in the IGN War Room, and yeah. it was adorable watching Ryan McCaffrey in that moment. Forgot that was, about that it. Was, yeah. Well, I me. Mean, Doom is. I love Doom so much. So what do you think? What are, what are we doing about that one? I mean, I, I, to me, I think that's a half. That's a half point? What do you think, Greg? I, 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 it's not that Doom 2 is announced and set for 2019. It's Doom 2 set for 2019. Is what he wrote. That's what he wrote. What I did think, you really say? I, I do you think remember? Doom 2 is a 2020 game. Really? No. No, I don't. Oh, you think it's 2019? Yeah, I think it's 2019. Yeah. yeah. I say I get half on this. How about a third? No, there's no, no, yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, point three. To me, I look at this. There's two statements about it. Doom two, set for twenty nineteen. Well, you, you don't get two guesses, though. That'd be a chance. It's like two points there. Hmm? I don't know. I don't know. Great. They announced Doom two. They did. <laughs> they did. I don't even. Know that, uh, I'm trying to find if we, you know, we. Much like we have a commissioner for the kind of funny world championship. Yeah. I feel like. There's a commissioner who could step in here. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't want to give you any points. Mm-hmm. I understand. But I feel we need to appeal to a higher power. Who are, who are we reaching out to? Who's the one the, man who can solve this problem for us. All right. The problem, too, is that what he wrote... That's not what I said. Hey, Pete Hines from Bethesda. It's Greg Miller. How are you? I'm good, Greg. How are you? Good. You're on the Kind of Funny Games cast with Tim Geddes and Jared Petty as well. Hi, boys. Hi. Hey, what's up, Pete? So now, this is going to sound like I'm fishing for a release date. I am not. We are grading our predictions, and we, uh, we feel like you're the only man competent enough to award or disaward points here. Tim's prediction was Doom 2 is set for 2019. To my knowledge... No Doom 2. I wouldn't, okay, okay, okay. That's what he said back then. We didn't know. We didn't know Doom Eternal. We didn't know. All right, but you understand the next Doom, right? Yes. He says Doom 2 set for 2019. To my knowledge, you have not put any any window on it, have you? Correct. We have not. So then the question becomes, does Tim get half a point for saying that there'd be a new, a new Doom at this thing, at your conference? 
I don't know. What's the deadline for giving out points? Right now, we're doing it all live. Everybody's watching. Yeah, I think he gets a point. All right, fine. Oh, no, half a point. Half, half a point. point. Yeah, okay. half half a point. point. All right, cool. All right, thank you. That's it? That was it. We love you. Yeah, yeah. You just got to check in, you know. All right, what's up? No problem. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Uh, I, nice defer to, I defer to the commissioner. <laughs> Definitely. He is a nice okay. man. He's a really friendly dude. Hey, so we have a debate over this Nintendo <laughs> prediction. <laughs> <laughs> just calling back for in terms in terms of like getting points and stuff, like dividing a point up. I feel like that is the bare minimum of splitting a point up. Okay, okay. I don't know. I just feel like next year I'm gonna have to strategize to make sure a bunch of two part predictions. That's what. So yeah, you got to. A bunch you of got half to. points now. Uh, Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, Xbox. All right. So what's, wait, what's the score right now? What's right the score now it's right? Jared with one, me with half. Okay, let's stop now. Yeah, we're good. We're done. We're Greg finished. was zero. Uh, Greg right now. Rocksteady debuts new game on Xbox stage. It is not Superman. No release date or window. Fuck me running, right? Can what you believe this? Did not Can happen. you fucking believe this, Rocksteady? You jokers. What were they thinking? Motherfuckers. Game's not ready. They're going to take their time. They're going to make something, gonna yeah, make yeah, something yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> Two. A new partnership with From Software. New Xbox exclusive Armored Core announced. All right. That'd be amazing, but... That was not announced. I forget. Did I get half a point? Or no, they did. That wasn't. That wasn't there. Sorry, my apologies. I walk it back. Walk it back. Walk it back. Three. Capcom reveals a new Dead Rising. It's a reboot with a female protagonist. Did not happen. I swing for the fences here, you guys. Did. I, I could have played it safe. No, no. You you went. You you were playing better to dream. Better exactly. to aim high. Are we here to have fun and make a cool show? Or are exactly. we supposed to be knowledgeable? Who Walking we Dead final season trailer show. Fuck me. Stupid PC gaming conference got that one. I did. <laughs> trailer for Play Dead's next game. Jared's predictions. Crimson Skies sequel or spinoff set in space. Yeah, that was just wishful thinking. That was a dream. Two, release date announced for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Okay, so we got a window, right? If I remember correctly. So what was it? It was, I believe, a 2019 window, uh, if I remember correctly. I haven't looked at it in a while, but we did get like a, there was a date. So this might be like a notes. See, this To me, this sounds like a half. Yeah, you Sounds got 2019. Ori like and yeah. the Will of the Wisps, exclusive Microsoft Studios, 2019. Okay, okay. that's like a half point that's if the other half. one was. I mean, we can call Pete and ask him if you want. But. No, no, well, I think that one counts. That one counts. I find it fascinating just how different people's brains work. Because for the half points on something like this, I would put point, you know, five. Yeah. And Tim's writing the fraction one over two. One over two. <laughs> which I right. find very fascinating. I also <laughs> like it because he's doing the, the horizontal line, whereupon I would definitely yeah, use the, the slash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I don't give a fuck. We're not I'm, judging. No, We're no, just no, laughing. I, Having some uh, fun. What if you just drew kids. little like half circles, like just little graphs of all of them? Trailer for Age of Empires shown. That did not happen. Mm-mm. That was a reach, and I appreciate it. Yeah, we were really blown a, away when you like, did what? that. No, why not? Microsoft will rededicate themselves to indies with a streamlined creation and submission system highlighted by an Xbox exclusive Geo Wars. That did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> that did not occur at all. New Viva Pinata announced. Dare to womp, dream. Womp, womp. Dare to dream. And now here we go. Tim Getty's predictions. All right. Here we go. Is, is this where <laughs> you're going to blow us away? Crackdown 3 release date available within a week of E3 and launches on Game Pass. Whoops. <laughs> nope. That didn't happen. But Next now, May hold 9th. on. That's a three-part thing. It's going to launch on Game Pass confirmed. Yeah, but th- uh, that's not a prediction. He's way, okay. too, he's way too far okay. on that okay. one. He's okay. way too okay. far on that one. Uh, next mainline Halo game announced, not called Halo 6. All right, there we go. Halo Infinite, motherfucker. Nice. There will be a focus on Master Chief Collection, adding Battle Royale mode. 
Did not happen. Did not. Cyberpunk 2077 trailer will have gameplay, but no HUD. Nope. So we're going to miss on that one. Uh, either Microsoft and like so that's the thing is there like I don't I don't feel like I deserve a point for the Cyberpunk trailer being there. No, 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 no. no. That's no, definitely no. about Microsoft press conference. Yeah. yeah, that had to happen at the Microsoft press conference. Yeah, but it did. Well, yeah, but did it show? But there was no gameplay in the right. trailer. Yeah, that's what I meant. Either Microsoft appears in Nintendo's presentation or Nintendo in Microsoft's. Did not happen. No, I, they waited I a little bit. They waited till that Minecraft. Yeah, thing. They, yeah. God damn it! <laughs> Two weeks later, a little bit. Well, yeah, no, you should totally get half a point for the foot number four. Wait, for what? Cyberpunk has a trailer. No, we'll have we'll have gameplay. No HUD. So Cyberpunk had a we'll trailer. Have yeah, no, no, no. I, I think that's 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 reaching a little bit. There. Wait, okay, hold on. For number four on on Xbox, I can see an argument that I should get half a point because it was at Xbox. Yeah, they had a trailer it wasn't at Xbox. At PlayStation. A third of point. Yeah, I think, think of it as a way you point. are pre- you are predicting what's going to happen at the Xbox conference. You said cyber there'll be a Cyberpunk 2077 trailer. Then you're like it'll have no it'll have it'll have gameplay, gameplay no HUD. So that's a third of a point. That's not a half a point. I, I personally I feel that it's two. It's it's a half because there's there'll be a trailer. The trailer itself will have gameplay no HUD. Do you think that if Tim had gotten the gameplay but no HUD that he'd be mm, arguing? Good yeah, point. Good the, point. You're right. No, give give yourself yeah point three three. Well, no, no. But see, this is where him putting these words are not my words. I said the gameplay may not have a HUD. It wasn't a will not have HUD. Did you? I did. I for sure did. Okay. Not that I care. So, so give confused. yourself half now, a point. Half a point. Then. All right. Let's give him a half a point. All right. PlayStation time. Here we go. Greg Miller conference ends with the Horizon sequel tease. All right. What what is our score right now? By the way. Jared at one and a half. Me at two. Greg at zero. zero. Okay. Continuing with Greg. Last of Us 2 demo shown. Whoever's playing is as Ellie or her mother and is at E and at E3 it's confirmed that it swaps between the two. 70% Ellie, 30% her mother. Half. That's a half. That's a half point. Okay. We'll take, half it. Point. I'll take it on the board. We did, however, have Ellie kissing people and then stabbing them in the throat. Oh. Not, Not that person. Not that person. Not the same person. Yeah. Monster Hunter World Expansion gets a trailer. At PlayStation? Yeah, not that a didn't play- happen at PlayStation. Uh, at Sony or at Square. Uh, PSVR is alive and well and kept to the pre-show. No mention at all by anyone about PSVR during the actual conference. Now this one's a good debate. Yeah, it is. Because here's what happened, and I, I, I'll say, you know, I'm yeah. going to lose clearly this year. It doesn't matter. Uh, what I, I'll say is that uh, 20, 20 SE. I'm sorry, I'll never remember your real name. That's how you introduced me. Uh, gave me uh, half a point here. No, gave me the full point because they this year the pre-show in quotes was that daily thing every starting on Wednesday with the uh, blog, and I do think personally that they did take the press in the pre-show. We didn't know at the time there wasn't going to be a pre-show that this was going to sub in for it. Personally, I think I deserve a point there, but full point. PlayStation VR is alive and well. It was kept to the pre-show. There was no mention by my, anybody. My yet. only problem with that is that I think you were assuming that I think it's a half point because I think you were assuming there's a traditional pre-show. I was. That was correct. And that didn't happen at all. So that's like something not showing up at the press conference. So I think that's like a half point myself. I can see an argument for a full point because I feel like that makes sense. The only argument I have against it to bring it down oh. to half would be that it was mentioned in the actual You're conference. Right. You're right. I'm looking. Trevor saves the universe. I forgot all about that there was a PlayStation VR package there. So half point me. Hey, yeah. right, got a half point there. I'm half a man. Half the man you used to be. Full champ though, Kevin. <laughs> uh, proper until dawn sequel announced. Not this mm-hmm. year. Not this year. Maybe next time. Jared's. 
PlayStation predictions. Uh-oh. I don't New remember. Borderlands game. Well, that didn't happen. Resident Evil 2 remake trailer. Yeah, that's a full point right Got there. That full motherfucking that's right. Point. Dare Play- to believe. PlayStation All-Stars Racer announced. That did not happen. PSN name changes announced. That did not happen. New Loco Roco announced. That, that did, did not, not happen. happen. <laughs> Tim Gettys, prediction. Kojima plays Death Stranding on stage. That did not happen. That's a good prediction, though. Number two, Devil May Cry 5. PlayStation console exclusive, at least. That did not fucking happen. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, we will see the new Blue Point remake, Shadow Colossus type of remake. Nope. Nope. An Activision mascot section with the new Crash game announced. Nope. Siphon filter announced. Nope. nope. But again, dare to believe. Dare that to was fucking a, believe, that was a good man. Choice. You know, we got we to hope. We got to hope for the hype. We got to hype, hope for, the for the hope for the hype. Hype for the hope, man. It's the only way I know. And finally, it's Nintendo predictions. Okay, where, where are we at now for, for people at home We're trying at, to keep uh, up? Greg Miller's at one. Jared is at two. I am at... Nope, Jared's at two and a half. I am at two. Oh, man. This, oh, dun, 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 I'm daring to hope now. I'm daring to hope. Greg Miller. Killer Queen coming to Switch. Nice. Boom. Thanks, Kev. I'm the champ. That was some good detective work. Thank you. Smash Bros. Dated for this winter. Not the same day as the online service. Not even a solid 2018. I leave it up to you guys how many points I get there. I, that last part to me brings it to sure. To, I lose to, points to, for to, sure. I, I like the half. I like half. For oh, I mean, well, two thirds. Two thirds, man. Uh, a half. I, I feel. A... I feel he deserves two thirds for that. Okay, okay. let's repeat he, it. Repeat it. Because he got a lot of stuff right okay, there. Smash Bros. Dated for this winter, not the same day as the online service. Not even a solid 2018. Okay, two thirds. I agree. Yeah. You're right. You might even <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nintendo announces a dumb partnership with another company. I can't believe they fucked me and put it out the next week. That's what was the dumb partnership? Disney and Nintendo partner to bring competitive gaming to the Disney Channel. Fuck you guys. You couldn't say that during the direct. You had to wait the week after E3 to fucking shit out a stupid weird thing. Fortnite on Switch officially announced. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Animal Crossing Switch announced for Switch for 2019. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp will get new content to promote it and tide you over. Nope. Greg scored real well on this one. Yeah. Greg just Greg's What's final surge? score is three and two thirds. Surge. So three point six six. Yeah. <laughs> surge there. Look at that. Coming on strong. Jared. Yeah. The largest Smash launch. The largest launch Smash Bros. roster, and a rabbit is in the game. Oh, okay. uh, half, point. half a half point. point. Half a point. Man, I should have just stuck with the largest roster. New Rhythm Heaven game announced. Didn't happen. An Atlas collaboration announced. Uh, That did happen, didn't it? Didn't they talk about... Oh, I don't remember now. Didn't they bring I don't bring think up? so. They talk about one of the... Oh, crap. I don't remember. They talk about an Atlas game in that conference. I, I don't I think ch- so. I can check. Check it uh, out. There was the Damon Machina thing. I'm sorry, sorry, I wasn't prepared. That's all right. Uh, here we go. No, where the fuck's Nintendo? Oh, Nintendo's yeah, last. Why am I going backwards? Honestly, I'm so stupid, guys. We're all very tired. I'm a goony stupid suit. Yeah, Damon X Machina, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Pokemon Let's Go, Super Mario Party, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Fortnite, Overcooked 2, Killer Queen Black, Hollow Knight, Octopath Traveler, uh, Smash Brothers. Yep, nothing. All right. Katamari game for Switch? Nope. Mario Odyssey DLC? Nope. How did that not happen? I don't know. And man, here I, I just get fucking. Wait, hold on. Yeah, what's Jared's kind of final? final oh, Jared's final, final thing is three. A mere three. A mere three. Get him, champ! <laughs> <laughs> All right, for me, 
Smash Bros. on Switch will get a large portion of the roster shown being returning Wii U characters with at least three new characters at E3, one being Ridley and a Western oh. third-party character, released the same day as Switch Online in, in September. I say a third. <laughs> Just because I got fucking Ridley. I feel like Ridley's a solid call. I feel like yeah, it I is, like but like I, I, so I have so much specific shit that I got wrong. I do think you get a third of a point there for Ridley, though. That, that was good. That was yeah. really good. Greg, you good with that? Yeah. I love the... That's, I don't remember when you said it, but you're just like, shut up, you got your stupid dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were like, yeah, I'm not, I don't like this Smash Brothers. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? December. The present, yeah. No, I'm, I'm Krabby, the game I've waited my entire life for that has everything I love in it. So I'm coming in December. I'm show you a bunch December. of this I gotta game. Wait, I gotta wait three months the, more. The problem of it coming out in December means I really think it might be a 2019 game. Mm-hmm. Like last time that it was supposed to be December, it got fucking pushed to March. It's weird you have that Link didn't have the hook shot. No, I'm I'm totally cool with that, especially because yeah. we got Young Link, who okay, yeah. does. Yeah. Um, we will see Metroid Prime Four. It's made by Bandai Namco, and it's not called Metroid Prime Four. Whoops. Star Fox Grand Prix is real and the best looking Switch game graphically. Whoops. Nope. Womp womp. And here's one that I fucking thought that I like I was gonna nail. Yoshi Games given a final name and an August release date, and Fire Emblem shown for December. What Yoshi nope. game are you talking about, my friend? Yoshi. I know. I'm oh. being facetious. Like the one we all expected to see. Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I know. And then uh, New Super Mario Bros. U with Luigi U or 3D World ported to Switch for October. Um, yeah, no. My facetiousness is failing terribly. <laughs> so my final score is two and one third. Two and one third. So the final, the, the victor. The victor the is winner, Greg Miller. And with still three champion. champion. 3.66. couldn't be done. How? Could the Sony Pony blow all of the PlayStation predictions, but still come away a champion? I'll tell you how, ladies and gentlemen, because Nick Scarpino is a coward. He sucks, and having to roll in the mud with him every day has taught me never give up, never surrender, cheat in Nintendo, win everything. Andy, go fuck yourself. I'm the champ. I love this attitude era transformation that takes place. We were trying to find my sunglasses. I had, I thought they were on that table over there. I thought I left the white ones in here. Oh, uh, well, Kevin, start checking your phone, and Joey, look harder. How is that? You came, you surged there at the end. Surged the Nintendo conference. I thought I had it. I thought for sure I'd blown it. I hadn't looked ahead to see how. It was gonna pan out. Yeah, because yeah. I know when uh, 2020 SE was great, I was not doing that well. Leak won this for you. Yeah, that fucking. Uh, well, again, to be cl- to be clear, you're talking. Yeah, the the, the killer queen. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna make that prediction somewhere. Period. Like the killer I, queen. Yeah, I talked I about it in the you. thing. I did. I talked about the thing. I don't believe you. Don't believe you one bit. Fortnite, absolutely. That's a killer queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Killer fucking queen. Yeah, killer queen. Great game. Party mode coming soon. When? Who knows? Nobody knows what Andy does here. Oh, next week. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast. Thank you very much for joining us. We will be back next week. It's going to be a good one next week. There's a topic that we that a Patreon uh, supporter sent us that we're going to talk about. Oh, really? Good one. Ooh. How Until long? Then. That's the topic. Just how, how long. long. Answer however you want. Oh, man. Uh, until next week, I love you. But now we're going to do the post show. If you didn't know, you could you could support us on Patreon and watch us do post shows. Yeah, you could watch them either live, like so many people are about to, or watch them later on Patreon when we put up the big video early. Support us on Patreon. Lots of lots of lots of support for the champ here in the in the chat. Look at that! Look at that! People, they they you know they understand, they respect.